all four of the parks and the resorts, all the resorts just uh, open themselves up to uh, really great moments that you can capture on either your phone camera or yeah. uh, if you're a professional photographer with a nice DSLR. Nice. Yeah, I have to slum it with my iPhone 8 camera and uh, hope I know how to use it. So I, I just to, upgraded. I need to go on I YouTube had an eight and learn too. how to use this thing. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure no, I have great. a phone without a home button and that's been complicated. Well, my wife just got rid of her seven yeah. and her seven has a, she's took some great pictures on it. And I'm like, that's a seven. Surely I could do better with an eight. I just don't know how to use it because you know, I, the instructions are in Google drive and I can't find it. But. <laughs> all right. <laughs> David. No hope for you all. Hi. <laughs> 12. Help me. Somebody. Well, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present our spectacular show, a podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jen Novotny and David Dollar. Hey, Jen. Hey, Dave. It's Main Street Electrical Podcast. Podcast. And of course, now we can say, hey, Susie, and hey, Matt. Oh, hey, hey guys. <laughs> well, hey. What, are you, what are you doing here? <laughs> Fancy meeting you Fancy here on the Zoom. You here. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Imagineers in part three of our three-part series on the 50 things we love about Walt Disney World. Now, uh, unless everything just goes crazy and just falls apart completely, you guys should be hearing this episode, and by you guys, I mean the listening audience, should be hearing this episode just a day or two before the big day. Actually, I think like the 30th. So tomorrow basically is going Oof. to be the big day. It's going to be the 50th anniversary when all four of us and 75,000 of our closest friends are all crammed together on Main Street <laughs> to see your find to, one. Yep. To hear like a little pin pinprint of Josh tomorrow on a tiny little stage way out in the distance going, Welcome here, everybody. But everybody cheers and runs away and he stands on the merch lines and it'll be awesome. <laughs> it'll be great. I'm so excited. We've been planning for this for like a year and a half to two years. And so literally it's finally coming down. And then we don't know what to do after that. We're like, okay, now that that's over, um, go dining plan. Whenever it comes back, let's root for that. <laughs> so. No, New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve. All right, so Jen, I got to ask you, how did you Disney this week? Well, specifically this morning, I Disneyed by getting a party of 27 in at uh, for dining reservations. Yes. Nice. Yes, party of 27. Wow. Nice. Thank you. Wow, that's a lot of people <laughs> wanting to eat at Olivia's in Old Key West. Yeah, no, uh, it was 50s prime time. 50s <laughs> prime time. Oh so my gosh, was like half the restaurant. <laughs> Yeah, um, I did good. I'm just gonna give myself a pat on the back there. So, how many groups did you? How many sure. groups did you break it up into? Like eight, six, six, and then I had seven more left, and I ended up having to do three and four. So no, five groups. That's really mm-hmm. good. Very good. All Matt, within half an hour. Matt, how'd you do this oh. last week? <laughs> well, today I spent most of the day crying. Oh, cool. Finding Nemo the musical. Just listen to oh, the soundtrack yeah. over and yes. over. Yes, yes, yes. Did you really sad. have to trigger me right now? Like, yeah. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, Maybe sad. they'll just make a, a Dino Land USA uh, expansion. Construction they, they walls bring back Dino Land I saw that. Construction well, walls around Primeval World. I don't know what they're doing. Okay. But, yeah. Do we have any Can't idea what they're, what they're doing? It Matt? hasn't been going. Primeval Wars. Bulldozing. Yeah. 
No, I mean, they're taking it down. Basically, it's all coming down. I so, know. I love that. Oh, yeah. yeah, the ride vehicles are all all gone. And now I'm wondering if they're going to just re-theme Dino Land USA altogether into some sort of branded content. You know, the Elena of Avalor area or something. I don't know what's over on Disney Plus. But Disney what? Disney. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Susie, how'd you Disney this week? I whoa, what did my voice just do? Um, just been quoting some trips for our listeners. So that's been fun. And um, this is my first international client. They are not located in the US. So nice. I've had to go Ooh. to the old the old Google and uh, convert US dollars to Canadian dollars. Ooh, very nice. Very yeah. cool. All kinds of foreign policy going on. So I'm going to echo what Jen said about dining this morning for me because I had to do dining this morning um, and my dining didn't work early this morning. And I actually have only an hour before my kid gets up and then everything else, I have to work on that. So for whatever reason, my I couldn't get, it's one of those quirky things that all travel agents know about when they do dining where it just doesn't come mm. together correctly. So I had to work on it all morning, but at the course of the four hours for this party of six, I got be our guest and I got Senator's Royal Table and I got primed. I got like all the, except for the opening night Ohana, the first night they were there, which is almost mm. impossible to get for the first night. I got everything they wanted at the time they wanted. I was very proud of myself because typically by mid morning, all that stuff's gone. So, uh, 100%. so yeah, yeah, this is guys out there. This is why you want to get a travel agent, a really good travel agent you trust because they can take care of this for you while you're sleeping or working or doing whatever. We can come back to you and be like, Hey, got your dining for you all set. So yeah, that's why you want to call us. So let's most get to of the our, time. Most of the time. Let's <laughs> get to our top time. 50. And, and I think um, just uh, in the interest of time, I'm going to skip the rereading of all of the other ones we've already called out one at a time. And so I'm just kidding. I wasn't that. <laughs> Matt's face is... <laughs> Matt's listed. Like, number 50 oh, was. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, no, we're going to do our top 15 here. Of course, listen to the two previous episodes to hear uh, 50 through 31 and 30 through 16 of our 50 mm -hmm. favorite things Ever at Walt Disney World to define however you wanted to define it. And Susie, we're going to let you go first this time uh, with your number 15 okay. on your list. Number 15, just in time for everything going on uh, right now as we enter the last part of the year, uh, just holiday decorations in general, mm. from including Halloween and Christmas, the pumpkins. I saw the carriage. Mm -hmm. um pumpkins that they have up now for the 50th which are so cute i can't wait to see those in person um disney just does such a great job and i yeah i know they had something on abc a few years ago i would imagine it somewhere on disney plus about that process of going like basically oh, yeah. overnight and everything's freaking pumpkins it's it's amazing so they do a great job and uh have to work really hard really fast and it pays off Nice. I love the holidays. I love Disney at the holidays. I mean, Halloween's Same. great, but I love Christmas time for Disney. Yeah, I love Christmas too. Very nice, Matt. Number uh, number fifteen for you. I also had holidays at Disney. Uh, I was mm. thinking more Christmas. Mm -hmm. That's okay. just where I have most of my holiday memories. Although I, I do like uh, Halloween. Uh, Mickey's not so scary, but uh, you know, I, I think the resorts being decorated for Christmas and candlelight processional mm -hmm. and the special fireworks and shows it's just it's cookies. it's great so cookies yeah. yes gingerbread mm -hmm. house yes the the walk-in or the one you can actually stand in the actual working life-size gingerbread house which is still amazing to me um and even though it is edible folks don't try to eat the gingerbread house uh you know my kid included just in case <laughs> just because it smells like cookies doesn't mean you should eat the cookies 
All right, so I'll go next, and then we'll let Jen take uh, bring up the, the last one here in our little rotation. Number 15 for me is an attraction, and that's the people mover. Because to me, the people mover is more than just a ride. It is, I don't want to say an experience because that puts this whole like aura of, of fascination on it. But the people mover to me is something that's a must do for me every time because of what it does, what it means, the attraction that it was, the attraction that it is. It's a great chance to get together with friends, ride the people mover. We have a great picture of Susie and myself and Jen all on the people mover together. Um, you know, and it's just, it's a great way to look at Tomorrowland. It's a great way to kind of chill out and relax. Mm -hmm. And if you're my wife, take a nap once it gets dark and make, you know, in Space Mountain. <laughs> I love the people mover. It's one of my favorite yeah. attractions. And I've, and plus the line okay. sometimes can get long, but it's a continually moving line, which always helps. I hate lines that just stand there. Mm -hmm. I'd rather be in a 30 minute continually moving line than a 20 minute line that just stands there. Um, Cause yeah. you, know, you keep moving like kind of like Buzz Lightyear. And so yeah, people mover is number 15 on my list. Jen, on your mm -hmm. list. On mine, I'm actually gonna switch to because uh, since we already talked about it this time, the holidays at Walt mm -hmm. Disney World, this was, that was my 14, I'm gonna make it 15. Um, and also I'm just gonna throw out, I love the Christmas decorations at Hollywood Studios. I love them. I think they are so adorable. So they little echo everything they said. And uh, well, they, with a little ornament in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. I love, I love the like 50s or 40s looking. The 50s, yeah. yeah. Like uh, the Rudolphs and yeah, they're so cute. Yeah, like the the kitschy stuff. Oh, it's adorable. It's a good time. I, I can't wait mm -hmm. to see it. I get to go down for Thanksgiving for a week, which I'm excited about seeing all of it. Because by that time, all the resorts will be up and all the Christmas stuff will be up across the yeah. So I'm real excited about all yeah. of that. Matt, number 14 on your list. Number 14 on my list is walking into Magic Kingdom. Hmm. I think it's my favorite park to walk into. Mm -hmm the reveal just just walking mm -hmm. underneath the train station and just coming out on the main street mm -hmm. uh and seeing the castle at the end of in the street it's just uh you know uh, it's one of my favorite things for sure so it's a good call plain and simple oh. we, we might talk about that a little bit later on sometime yeah. tonight. teaser oh. that's yeah teaser spoiler <laughs> Susie, number 14 on your list number 14 on my list i love being able to see when it happens, first of all, I love when this happens to me, but it rarely does. So I like watching this happen to other people too. I just love cast members going out of their way to do something special mm. for another guest. Mm. Right. And yeah. obviously I love it when it happens to me, but there is something like secondhand magic where you get to see it happen to another person. You know, if they have a kid getting something for the first time or it's someone coming in, you know, like I saw a lady with like, she was turning a hundred or whatever at Disney and her family was celebrating. And it's just so, all the kind of stuff when the cast members just go above and beyond for um, for guests in general. Wow. But I really just like watching it happen to other people. It's just, you feel happy for them, which is yeah. the whole point. For sure. Number 14 on my list, not nearly as sentimental. Mine is <laughs> Mickey Waffles because I love Mickey <laughs> Waffles. And I feel like it's a right of one. Uh, even my kid who has who has allergies on everything and has a very special diet, he's had Mickey Waffles before and he loves Mickey Waffles. They, the, the wonderful things about the Disney chefs is they will make things for you for all diets. And so he's had his own version mm -hmm. of Mickey Waffles with his own syrup that he could eat and he will dip everything in the syrup, not just the waffle, but, you know, or just going to... Smart, by the way. You know, yeah, exactly. I mean, it makes so, everything better. Raising them right. <laughs> I mean, we were at Bon Voyage and we had like a little steak platter and he had steak and, and like potatoes and Mickey Waffles and he's dipping the potatoes in the, in the syrup. He's dipping the steak in the syrup and I'm like, it's your chance, kid. Go for it. You're not going to get this at home. <laughs> <laughs> Dig in. Dig in. Um, but no, like, 
I remember being at All Star Sports. Jen, close your ears. Uh, a couple of years ago, What's that? and the last thing I got to do before I boarded Magical Express was go to the food court, order a big plate of Mickey waffles, and just chow down on like four of them. It was awesome. Uh, Mickey waffles are great, and they're iconic. So yeah, number fourteen on my list: Mickey waffles. Mm-hmm. Jen. All right. So I have, and I, and I specified, but I should probably broaden it. Um, smell of Pirates of the Caribbean, which I think Susie mentioned last time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you uh, walk in, it's that. Yeah, Rome. I said Rome. Oh, burning. Oh, well, but so you've stay, got all, all the other. Stay burns. tuned. That one's coming. But yeah, <laughs> like. <laughs> But somebody, I think, said like the water. It's like the chlorine. Oh, the water. Yeah, I said that one. Also amazing. I just like smelling things, apparently. (laughs) Yeah. So um, I just love that. Like, oh, I'm in pirates. It's fantastic. Yeah. Finally, know you're in pirates. All right. So that was 14. (laughs) Matt, let's go back to you for our number 13 on our list. Uh, Number 13 for me is nighttime spectaculars. Hmm. I just kind of lumped them all in there. They're all great. Fair. Ones that we have left. Do you have one <laughs> in particular that is your that is your favorite? Maybe. I mean, currently or like all time, both. Okay. <laughs> well, currently, happily ever after. Of course. Yeah. It's one of only. Well, no, there there are three. So happily ever after, Epcot forever, and then. Uh, um, Does Hollywood have one? Yeah, Hollywood like has. The, oh, the, are they doing great? Now? I keep forgetting yeah. that exists. Oh, that one's back. The you know, I, keep, I truly okay. keep forgetting I that exists. I didn't even exists. know it was back. Well, of course, it's by back. The time, by the time you listen to this episode, happily ever after will be like mm-hmm. in its last two or three nights. Of- or it might be same, done. No, it'll be, it'll be same done. With, it'll yeah. be same done. Epcot forever. forever. Same with Epcot yeah, forever. They're done yep. like the twenty-seven. 26? Oh, are they stopping? 28, okay. I yeah. believe. Because I'm coming 28. in. Yeah, I'm coming in to see so they're not yeah. doing it on the 30th. So. Nope, not doing nope. on the 30th. Nope. Mm-hmm. No, I've got Forever's gone all by then. The 29th, yep. I believe. Or 20... Yep. Whatever. I mean, yeah. So those are all be gone. And so, wow. yeah. There'll be a couple of days without yeah. it, which is sad. Um, but yeah. Susie, 13. Lucky 13. Uh, I think two people said this last episode, um, but the monorail... Uh, please stand clear of the doors. And oh, although yeah. I was two class credits away from a double minoring in Spanish, I will not be attempting it in Spanish. But th- but that I love. It. I love the shirts. I think mm. it, that's cute. Yeah. That guy's voice. I don't know who he is, but uh, iconic. I want him to narrate my it life. It is. Yeah. yeah. Should look that up. Somebody's got, somebody doors. probably has to know that. Yeah, who and if he's alive, that? I'm sure we can get him on the show. Oh, yeah, we need to. <laughs> I mean, and it's just an hour of him just saying it repeatedly, <laughs> right? Number thirteen on my list, um, and again, it's it's going to go back to to an, kind of a ride. That's the Skyliner. I love the Skyliner. Mm. It's very new. I know it's only been around a couple of years, and it's had its fair share of problems here and there. But to me, it's really the first mode of transportation that I've done that I truly am in love with. Like, I the buses are fine. I'll ride the bus when you do. The ferries are fine, you know, and and whatever. Uh, but the Skyliner to me is, is, is like appointment viewing. I love riding the Skyliner. My kid loves it. Maybe that's part of it too, is that my child loves it so much. Um, but it's just a unique way to get around the parks. It is harkening back to the old days when we had the Sky Buckets mm-hmm. in Magic Kingdom and now they're like actually serving a yeah. purpose versus just one side of the park to the other. You know, there's those rumors out there that they may stretch it out to other parks, which I don't know how long it would take to ride that to Animal Kingdom, but still. Um, just the Skyliner to me is, is fantastic. So 13 on my list that I love about Walt Disney World, and that is the Skyliner. Gondolas, the Sky Buckets, whatever you want to call it. Jen, for you. 
All right, for me, and this is this might be a weird one for y'all, but um, dining geyser point, which I think somebody else had, mm-hmm. but I had geyser uh, point. Yeah, got, yeah, we have loved just going over midday, break from the Magic Kingdom, boat on over, grab some amazing food. And mm-hmm. it is so peaceful. There's this cute little family of ducks too, and they like kind of come around. So yeah, I love Kaiser Point. I've only been there <laughs> once, and because I went, or I met up with my friend Joey. Our jo- Jen, you know Joey. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And this was last September. We were actually at uh, Fort Wilderness Cabins, and the only thing yeah. open at night was was Kaiser Point. And so Joey came and picked so, me up, and we went over there, and we had like appetizers because they were closing like 20 minutes later. And he was like, "I can make y'all, I can make y'all some apps if you want." Perfect. So that's what we had, but they were really good. Nobody else was in there. Nobody else was around, and so it was, it was yeah. a cool little place. We like peaceful, it. very peaceful. Now we go to number 12 on our list, Matt. Uh, number 12 for me is the photo opportunities at Disney World. Ooh, so if, you are a, if you have a, if you're a Shutterbug. Because like every time you you've said something tonight, I feel like there's also like this undertone of like sarcasm or resentment because these are things that are either going away or potentially like going to be. <laughs> well, I'm in it now. It's being charged changing more. over time. Yeah. Well, I'm in it not necessarily for uh, memory maker. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, memory maker is great, but it's definitely not on right. my fifty. Uh, right. I'm talking about just literally the beauty of the parks themselves that yeah. lend to mm-hmm. opportunities for really, really great photographs, whether it's uh, of other people or if you just like mm-hmm. landscape photography or architectural photography. I mean, I mean, you see the Instagram accounts that are just full of stuff like right. this. I mean, um, all four of the parks and the resorts all the resorts just uh, open themselves up to uh, really great moments that you can capture on either your phone camera or yeah. uh, if you're a professional photographer with a nice DSLR. Nice. Yeah, I have to slum it with my iPhone 8 camera and uh, hope I know how to use it. So I, I just upgraded. Get, I need to go on I had an 8 too. To this thing, so. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure now I have great. a phone without a home button, and that's been complicated. Well, my wife just got rid of her seven, yeah. and her seven has a. She's took some great pictures on it. And I'm like, that's a seven. Surely I could do better with an eight. I just don't know how to use it because you know, I, the instructions are in Google Drive, and I can't find them. But. <laughs> all right, <laughs> David. No hope for you all. Twelve. <laughs> help me, somebody. Twelve. He wrote it down somewhere, I'm sure, to where it's in the drive. All right, number 12. Disney has great tours, but specifically my number 12 is the Keys to the Kingdom tour. Yeah. I I think that adds so richly to your... Uh, appreciation and understanding for the parks. Um, obviously, there's a lot of history that people, you know, may not know. I love hearing it repeatedly. Um, I've done the tour a few times, but you always get it a little bit different. Um, and just the attention to detail, the care, the uh, um, standard that Disney holds themselves to is um, very high. So, yes. Keys to the Kingdom tours is just, oh, it's so good. Everyone needs to do it. Mm-hmm. It is really good. Agreed. We've done it. Uh, my wife and I've done it twice, and I'd love to do it again, just to, to do it. It's, it's it can take a little yeah. little while. It's it's not something for somebody who's gone to the park for the first time, but you know it is yeah. definitely a valuable experience. And 
like we, one of our like you mentioned the, the cast members are they'll give you different tours based on the cast member we had one young guy who talked about production entertainment the whole time and oh, one wow. older cast member who talked about disney history it's all she talked about was disney history and uh mm-hmm. we my wife and i still talk about you know the experience we had on that so number 12 on my list also with disney history and that is the windows on main street um, oh, now for, for people who don't know what I'm talking about, if you walk down main street and maybe you've seen them, but you haven't, they haven't really clicked as to what they are. Um, having a window on main street is a very, very high honor. It's a big deal. It, it basically they give you a window and they kind of put like a little, little like business with it or something very good. It, something mm-hmm. like that. So Frank Wells, for example, has the seven summits expeditions and Frank, of course, Frank Wells was an adventurer. He actually, I believe died in a plane mm-hmm. crash, um, so. doing those kind of things. Um, you know, and, uh, Roy Davis, Bob Price, Bob Foster, they were, mm-hmm. uh, they were you know, part of the founding of Walt Disney world, uh, the pseudonym real estate development company. And I think the underlying joke there is because all the, <laughs> all the pseudonyms and fake corporations they had buying the, the different land and stuff. And I'm just, I'm looking at a website with full of names and stuff, but you know, the, the main one is you walk down towards the end there, there's Walter E. Disney graduate mm-hmm. school of design and master plan. Yeah. That's on the very end there because th- those are the yeah. credits. You see all the credits as you're walking by directed by Walt Disney world. The very mm-hmm. end. And I love the windows of main street. And I feel like it's something that a lot of people don't see. Or they, yeah. they catch as they're walking by, but they don't really comprehend what they're looking mm-hmm. at. And there's so much history. Well, it's just a of bunch of Imagineer inside jokes. Yeah, it really is. Essentially. It's fantastic. It's you know, and I think George Calagridis over at Disneyland, I believe, got one uh, like recently. He's been with yeah. the company 50 years. He's, just exactly. like what, this week? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or so, last week, maybe. Last yeah, Jen, week. call him. Get him on the show. We'll have him talk about it. Oh, um, yeah. Okay, no problem. But yeah, so he, he just got a window. And it, like I said, it's a huge honor to get a window because there's only yeah, so much space. It really is. Um, so yeah. Windows on Main Street, that's my number 12. Jen. Mine is um, the Tomorrowland Loop, the ambiance. And I just love that, like, mm-hmm. retro y, spacey, whatever. Like, I have it's, it's almost a 30 minute loop, and I have it. I love it. And I just love walking in there and seeing the aesthetic, and um, it just makes me happy. It's like mm-hmm. just instant smiles. Yay! And, like, four seconds of that music and you're like i know what that is that's that's tomorrow. yeah oh yeah it's easily amazing it's amazing and it flows perfectly it into space mountain mm-hmm. quite frankly yeah. into that cue all so. right we're on the cusp of our top cusp of our top 10 matt with number 11. oh my gosh wow yeah number 11 for me dole whip mm. Mm. yeah you can't get wrong with dole whip. What, what, what is that? good call yeah <laughs> i have like no i respect that i have no attractions on my list it's all Things, food, thing. Well, I'm done with the attractions on mine. It's 12, 13 with the buckets with the Skyliners as high as I could go with the attractions. I, right I have one more. I have one more attraction. But yeah, Dole Whip, King of Disney snacks. Now, do you like the oh, traditional Dole Whip, or are you kind of partial like to the, another? I, one? I like the swirl. Really? Yeah. Or he can't or the swirl. swirl. Are you with the, float, with the float or just the ice cream? Listen, how can you guys not just take the straight pineapple? It's so good. <laughs> I mean, well, it is good, but it is, vanilla it is, makes it better. The float is if, if if I have a position a or a place to eat it. In. The float. Like if there's somewhere I can go to, if I'm walking and eating, which maybe you can't do as much now, I have to do the ice cream because that's hard to eat that float as you're walking because it's uh, um oh, yeah. it's is it hard? Whatever, there's so. a straw. You can well, get I, a straw. I'm not a professional like you, Jen. I'm sorry. <laughs> I I'm just saying it's possible to walk and eat a dole whip float. <laughs> Susie, 11. All right. Uh, I mentioned on the last episode, I love people's faces when they ride Jungle Cruise for the first time. 
because they're very confused. <laughs> yes. And so this is one of the reasons they are confused. Number 11, the back side of water. <laughs> that is so <laughs> iconic. And I remember being young and like when it clicked. Because mm -hmm. like you look at a, like a water fountain, I'm like, it looks the exact same. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Susie. Oh, Lord. So I, I love the backside of water. And I love, of course, everyone in the boat who knows it has to chime in. Backside and of the water. people who don't know. I got to tell you, on a hot day, going under that backside of water for like that five seconds oh, you go there is so, so nice. Good. It's so nice. You get that little mist and that little so sprinkle. Good, yeah. And it's like, we feel, oh, it's just so Pretty, great. Uh, confused. Like, yeah, so it goes. Number 11 yeah. on my list. I love the layout of the Magic Kingdom and specifically the front part of the Magic Kingdom as you're walking in. I mean, we've talked about this before in previous episodes with Jen and I, and I know you guys know this too, about how you walk into the train station and have to go around the corner. Mm -hmm. There's the reveal. That's like the curtain. And then there's the main attractions, mm -hmm. the credits, whatever. I love the hub design. I love that Walt Disney put so much effort into this in terms of mm -hmm. just how like there's a slight incline going into the park and, and a slight decline coming out of the park because yeah. he, he knew that people were tired. The whole trash can yeah. thing with the 26 steps, the little experiment that he did was, I mean, like there's so many little things about the park layout that is so cool. And I just love how the whole thing is laid out. Now, obviously as they've added more things to the parks, it's going to be a little, it's not quite as easy to get around sometimes. And uh, I do like that Disney's starting to work on some of those bottlenecks because getting over there to, to Big Thunder sometimes is a hassle, but yeah. Overall, I love the spoke and mm -hmm. the hub design with castles sitting in the middle. I just, I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that whole that whole thing. Go there to the middle, and then you pick which adventure do I want to have? Fantasyland. Nope. Tomorrow. Nope. I'm going to go get some. No, nope, I'm going to Frontierland. I'm going back to Main Street to do some shopping. Mm -hmm. Love it. Love the layout. Jen. All right. Uh, mine is Epcot Festivals. Flower and Garden being my favorite, mm -hmm. but I do love them all. No respecter of festivals. I just want to go to a festival <laughs> at all times. <laughs> I'm a food and wine fan. I know Matt is a big fan of the International Festival of the Arts. Susie, mm -hmm. do you have a favorite festival? I don't know. Whichever one I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. But the last year, obviously, like they've all been so scaled back that it's mm -hmm. really hard to like fully appreciate. A touch of and so on. So now they're back, yeah. which is exciting. And here we are at our top 10 favorite things we love about the world. It's only taken a few hours to get here. Matt, kick us off with number 10 on your list. VIP tours. Oh, nice. yes. They will change your life. If you've never done one, save up for one. And I've never done one. Uh, for all you Parks and Recs fans, treat yourself. Treat <laughs> yourself. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, they will they will change your life. You will be yeah. ruined, ruined forever. But it's it's great. Get a group of get get a group of ten yeah. together and then split right. it between. It'll make it a little bit more uh, cost effective for everybody. A little bit more affordable, <laughs> but you'll have a great time. And then everybody will look at you as you walk past them in the. Uh, I thought they weren't doing fast passes like, yet. Ah! Oh my gosh! I hate hearing that in lines. Like, how are they? Like, sh just. Uh, no, right. that's when I turn around. I'm like, no, that's we're the peasants. Tour. They pay. Scene from. Uh, it's a scene from. Um, uh, oh, wow. What did I forget? Um, shoot, Mike Myers. Uh, uh, Wayne's World. Ah. With the backstage no. passes. Oh. We're not worth. <laughs> oh, 
awesome. One of these days I will do a, a backstage tour. Or I'm sorry, a VIP tour. One of these days I will have the money to do a VIP tour when Jen pays me more. Uh, maybe when I get there. So one day. Yeah, we're we're going to need our patrons to step it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do our podcast start making some money. That'd be nice. Jen, get on that. Yeah. So, okay. Easy. Number maybe 10 on New York. Maybe oh, I don't understand. Num- Number 10, I think Matt said this recently, um, uh, or I don't remember which number it was, but it was like seeing the castle. I like seeing, and again, this this episode, I kind of sound like a creeper because I keep being like, I like watching people. I like watching people experience the castle. Of course, I love yeah. that feeling, obviously, but then you look around and it's like, as soon as you turn that corner, like everyone around you who's also mm-hmm. seeing it, you know, for the first time that day or whatever, just everyone's mood lightens briefly. Yeah. And then they get mad when they're trying to like, you know, get a picture or go to Starbucks or whatever they want to do. But for that brief little second, everything is fine because you see the castle for the first time. And I just love that experience with strangers. It's kind of cool. Little tip out there for you folks. If you do get pictures of the castle, especially especially if you're walking around the corner and there's your kid for the first time seeing the castle and the tears, and you're all excited. Make sure you get those, those pictures immediately uploaded to the cloud or save them somehow. We met a family, my wife and I, a family, this is 10 years ago. She had a little digital camera and somehow she left it on a ride and had all the pictures of her daughter, four years old, seeing the castle for the first time in her little Minnie Mouse outfit. Her daughter was crying. She you know, was so happy. Mommy was crying and they lost the camera. And she's like, I don't know. Oh, she, like she said it was like a $600 camera. She's like, keep the camera. Just give me the SIM card. Just give me the SIM. I don't oh. care. I don't. I just want the pictures. So... Upload them somehow. When as soon as you take those pictures, get those sent out somewhere. So that way you have uh, them, just in case. Google Photos. Yes, that I use. Freaking love Google Photos. Look at us, David. We're we're well, moving it's, on it's, up. It's automatic. It just pulls the pictures regardless. Yeah, that's how I got set up. So I don't have to do anything, yeah. which is nice. And, and think of the the space that you save with your iPhone Seven. I mean, just with the file sizes. Amazing. Well, it's very true. Well, although I do have a well, I do have a like a large quantity of space on here, which is kind of nice. But. Unless he was talking to Susie, which is <laughs> no, I have I finally upgraded. I have the I don't know what this is 12 the 12 fancy, yeah, fancy. Yeah, I have to wait till like the 14 comes out and then I get me a 10 and I'll just kind of I'm usually three or four generations behind. Yeah, I, I was way behind on this one anyway. Watching people see watching the castle, people. being number, creepy. Number 10 on my You're list, t- Disney cast members, just as a whole. Um. I mean, there's something special about that job, something special about working mm-hmm. there. And, and I know in any job like this, you're going to have some that aren't quite fitting the bill. But overall, sure. we've had great experiences with so many cast members, memories we've made so many cast members. There's not a lot of places you go that you want to get pictures with people that you're taught that work there. Um, for whatever reason, we the servers mm-hmm. or be at the streetmosphere or be cast members on the street or cast members that come up and randomly make magic that will walk up and be like, Hey family, why don't you come over here and sit in the uh, the VIP section for this parade? We've had that happen. Or cast members who can read a room and be like, "Hey family, I see you having a tough time with little one there. Why don't you come over here to this room that we've got blocked off, but it's a quiet room. You guys can get settled down." Or, "Hey family, I know you guys are having trouble. Why don't you come over here? I'm gonna take you to the front of the line and let you meet so and so princess." Or, I mean, like, I love the fact they can make those decisions and do the things mm-hmm. they do, and just it, it makes it worth yeah. it. I mean, it really, really is. Um, cast members are, fan- are fantastic all the way around. Fabulous, you know, and you don't get that at Six Flags or Gatorland or no. Orlando Fun Spot. You just don't. So, you know, or Universal. I'm sure they're, they're great at Universal, but not like not like a legendary status like cast members at Disney World. Not the same. Jen, number ten on your list. Um, mine is sitting in the land pavilion. 
mean, just the land pavilion as a whole. I love, like, I I can just sit there at sunshine seasons with, you know, probably a pastry, like a chocolate croissant, coffee. Look up at the, at the, uh, the balloons that represent the four seasons. Remember the days when they used to move. Regret that they do not move any longer, but (laughs) still enjoy them. (laughs) And just... Soak it in. There's a smell to the land pavilion that's wonderful. Yeah. Living with land. I those balloons. Oh, I love living with them. Those balloons used to move. Did you say feet? That. Feet and sweat. Oh, slightly, so but also good food and other things. Mm. So I just. I I'm love kidding. <laughs> and I love the mural going up. Mm. So the whole yeah. Thing. Yeah, I love the land pavilion altogether. It's, it's a in sunshine yeah. seasons is one of that's my That's a great pictures. one, Jen. So much. I, I just, I can just sit there all day. I'm just happy. <laughs> Number nine. Matt. Matt. Me. Okay. Number nine <laughs> for me is <laughs> interesting. That park smells. Yay! <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> that does make sense. <laughs> but the good ones, the good ones. Yes. You know, popcorn on Main Street, pirates water. Uh, Soaring over the African savannah on Soaring Around the World or through Pandora. Yeah, just uh, whether it's whether it's a ride or if it's an actual land itself or a resort lobby, like these these uh, scents create, you know, sensory memories. Yeah. And, uh, that that's what I remember most from them. So mm-hmm. Aww. And it's always fun it's when you one. randomly smell something like that that you smell in the park out in the wild, like in a restaurant, or you walk by or somewhere, and you're like, <laughs> in the wild. Oh, what's just happened? And, you know, it, it's, yeah, you, you, there's so much identification. And it's like those, those memes, you can't smell a picture, and then you see a picture of Rome burning. And you're like, yes, you can't <laughs> can smell a picture. Yes, I yeah. can smell that. <laughs> like we, have a, we have an ice cream shop near our house that they make their own waffle cones, but every time I walk in there, I'm like, oh, this smells like the... <laughs> Uh, plaza? Like, uh, oh, the confectionery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that the Plaza ice cream parlor? Oh, in, in plaza. Yep, the ice cream parlor. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I love Plaza. Wow. I've just noticed a pattern in most of the rest of mine. They are in a very specific portion of Walt Disney World. So, <laughs> um, my number nine is the Walt Disney World Railroad. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And yay. I will, I'll open this up to just. I'll say trains at Disney. Um, you can okay. see the the remnants of the train that used to be at Fort Wilderness. Um, mm-hmm. There's still some ties, and you can see like the there's like random lumps along the way. That's where the you know track used to run. And Walt had a passion for trains. I have a Walt Disney. Um, Walt's on the Magic Band and a train. My dad loved trains. I just, we would just get on that freaking mm-hmm. railroad and just make laps around um, Magic Kingdom to chill. And I miss doing that. It's been like 47 years yeah. since mm-hmm. they started working on Tron. Yeah. So at least it better be worth it because I want to ride this train. It's been right? over Brady's a, a train days. guy. Yeah, it's, it's been so long. Yeah. That is so long. actually it really, insane. It, it's weird to think that it's been over well over three years and then it's like, but it has been that long, hasn't it? Yeah. Long Crazy. My, number nine on my list, and this hits close to home, it's uh, Disney's uh, DAS Pass. Their usage mm. and their implementation of a special needs pass, basically. It has mm. saved our bacon so many times. 
um i love how efficient it is and i and i sort of remember how they did it before but and, and i know there was some controversy as they moved it over to this new system mm-hmm. because there were people that were taking advantage of it or whatever and personally i love this new system and i love the fact that coming will be able to actually do some more things with it uh, but i love that disney mm-hmm. e- it values all of their guests equally that if somebody has a need whether it's physical or your cognitive that they want to make mm-hmm. sure they cater to you as best they can. And they can't always cater to people. We understand that too. As there's some things that we just, yeah. we can't do. We just know we can't do and that's okay. Um, but, you know, having a, a child that loves Slinky Dog Dash and doesn't still quite fully grasp the idea of having to wait, not being able to get a fast pass, quote unquote, big ass pass for him um, mm-hmm. and him not even seeing the ride. And just we just go back whenever it's our time and that, without having to wait in line is just tremendous. And any parent who's mm. ever had to deal with one of these things will know that it's just a lifesaver. So I love that Disney has done this for their guests and for guests of all kinds and all types. And, yeah. uh, DA's Pass to me is, is one of my favorite things I love about Walt Disney World. So, Jen, number nine on your list. One. Mine's another smell. I'm into my smell categories here. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is the smell of Rome burning mm-hmm. because, yes, and I have a candle. <laughs> I I was in the store. I don't have a candle near me. And I was like, (gasps) smells like home burning. Immediately (laughs) bought the candle on campfire. And it's perfect. (laughs) So, and all of Spaceship Earth, I'll throw that in there too Mm -hmm. because I love the whole ride, which also has a slightly musty smell. And that's okay. Maybe they'll keep that musty spell when they finally gut it. Yeah, and I was about it, to like, tell. In, I don't know if they can get that out at this point. <laughs> they, they, uh, they need to. I'll be mm. very disappointed if they don't. They need to bottle up that mouse gear smell and like sell it in a candle or something. Yeah. Especially since mouse gears has gone away. You know, because creation is going to have this new carpet smell. Why do you have to be hurtful? Be Why do you have to be hurtful, David Dollar? <laughs> You're like, mouse gear is gone. Oh, thanks for triggering me before bed. <laughs> Whatever. Maybe they should have like a little candle thing that when you open fight, the lid, fight, it smells fight, like it smells fight. like uh, a mouse gear, but it plays "Just Keep Swimming" from the Finding Nemo ride or attraction. Oh my god, that's triggered. That, so. I would do that. I would. I would buy that in a heartbeat. You know, get all your all your lumps in one little session. <laughs> Number eight <laughs> so on hateful. your list. Number eight on my list is park music. Mm-hmm. Mm. That park smells. Now I have park music for the same reason. I mean. The music in the parks is just iconic, whether it's attraction music like Pirates or Haunted Mansion or the land music that just kind of sets the tone for the overall vibe of the land that you're in. So uh, I love Adventureland's soundtrack or Tomorrowland, Galaxy's Edge. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Grammy-winning Mm-hmm. Yes. There, John Williams. So, yeah, I mean, Disney music is iconic, and, uh, yeah. and we didn't even mention the shows. So, mm-hmm. I think that's oh, what yeah. most. So, you guys are coming up with all these yeah. things, and I'm like, I should have put that on my list. Dang it! And now I can't take. I know. I just I I was thinking about shows earlier too. Yeah. I was like, Crap. the last eight on my list, I don't want to take anything off of it. So now I'm just like, yeah, I don't either. Seven A is this, and seven B is that. <laughs> Susie. Oh, well, number eight, uh, Dole Whip. Dole Whip. And I like, I I just like the pineapple. I love pineapple. I don't need anything to like soften the blow. <laughs> straight up. I'm not a huge pineapple fan. I think that's why I like the I'm swirl sorry. better or the, or the raspberry better. Um, They're all good. They are all good. They are all good. 
but that's actually we were in um saint augustine on um <gasps> labor yes. day mm-hmm. and i walked by and i was like excuse me there's mm-hmm. you're selling dole whip no that's not where this belongs but they don't like, call don't, it dole whip no they, they don't do. call it dole whip no, oh do they now one, they didn't use this, it's didn't a, use it has it. the yeah it's the Dole logo, and it says Dole Whip. They changed I like, it. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. Um, oh, this makes me uncomfortable. It's like seeing your teachers like outside of school when you're a kid. You're like, that's not where you're supposed to be. Um, oh but anyway, yeah, just Dole Whip. Also, I'm offended by the fact mm-hmm. that other places sell Dole Whip besides the Polynesian and Magic Kingdom. Like it should not be yeah. sold anywhere else. You should not well, be able really, to get it. Possibly. What about the Dole Pineapple Plantation? Should they well, not? I mean that's fine, but I mean <laughs> at, at the Disney World Resort, you know, you should not be able to buy that anywhere but other than one or two places. You should not be able to get that, like you know, Saratoga Springs Food Court or whatever. So it's well, just, you it's can't. Not, so well, you don't know that. So. <laughs> I was just there. I do know that. <laughs> we also Miles. didn't think that Finding Nemo was going away, but like, who knows what happens true, at this right? point? Right, right. Well, it'll come back. It'll Everything we know is a lie. It'll be a paid admission. <laughs> Thanks, Bob Paycheck. Number eight on my list, Disney Pen Collecting. And again, this Ooh. is all personal because this is something my wife and I started in 2004 with our first Disney pen, the Abominable Snowman, holding the snow cone. <laughs> uh, it says Monster Zeke yeah. on the bottom, and it's somewhere on my pen board. I can't even find it. We have thousands and thousands of pens now. We've been to pen events together. We've traded together. You know, We've helped each other look for sets and stuff. I know that she loves small world pens, and I love Hercules pens. And just, you know, and mm. it's it's a great thing for our family to do. Like, our, our, my kid loves the pens. He wears a lanyard around. He doesn't really trade very much, but, you know, he wears the lanyard and everything because mommy and daddy have them. And it's just, it's mm. a great little, little, little hobby. Of course, we were doing this too when the pens were seven ninety five or something like that per <laughs> pen, and they're really expensive. <laughs> Remember, those? Like, Remember those, wow. those expensive ones oh, about, like, that, that were dies. fancy? Were like thirteen dollars, and we were trying to decide to pay fourteen bucks for this pen. I don't know, and now those pens are like thirty. Um, but yeah, pen collecting is just a big part of our yeah. Disney life, and so for me, that's number eight on my list. That's because of pinflation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. Yes, they really gonna, I will see oh. myself out of this Zoom meeting. Oh, you just had to <laughs> stick that one in, didn't you? Jen, number eight oh. on your list. Oh, um, <laughs> Number eight for me would be riding the people mover. Uh, yes, people mover. Always the people mover. I I have stories about all the different Never things on people mover. Seen. I love it. That's yeah, what we need to it. do in, 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 in October is the four of us ride the people movie together and get that picture. Okay. Because I'm tired of photoshopping Matt into our picture that we, the if three of us have. You know? If it's running, I mean, it's had... But if don't, you things. bite your tongue. What do you mean? It if better it's be running. running. I don't know. It feels that very on brand that it would break down on it's, the 50th. It's, it's gone down quite <laughs> frequently lately. I've heard Remy's no. is also going down a lot, yeah, too. It was down for like over a year. They had plenty of time to fix it. No. Nope. I'm not, I do not accept this. People Mover will be fine. All right, Matt, number uh, seven on your list. So uh, the rest of my list, it's kind of unique. It's kind of unique. Look, look, Dizzy's like not on the screen anymore. Because she's <laughs> laughing at me. Why? What are you doing, David? <laughs> look, I want to go to bed. <laughs> I'm, I'm not doing anything. I'm waiting for your number seven. I am leaving this podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. We made a joke last go around about Matt being in my background or whatever, and I saved it and I just happened to find it. I'm like, oh yeah, I had this from last episode. So uh, it's amazing. I love it. 
<laughs> Continue, Matt. I'll I'll change it just for you. Or I don't even know where I, where I lost. Number seven. Seven. Okay. Number seven is the ability to have customizable vacations at Walt Disney World. Mm. There is something right. for everyone. I, sure. I hear all the time, you know, I don't have kids or, you know, my kids are too old. Mm. There is something for mm-hmm. everybody and you yep. can have a great time. Everything's customizable. I like that. I like that. Susie. Oh, what a salesman. <laughs> All right, number seven. Always this sound. Yeah. Um, never mind. I'm not going to Alec Baldwin the rest of this thing. All right, number seven. Uh, the sound that the magic bands make when you go into the park. The ding, ding. Oh, fun. Same when you would have, you know, fast passes. But I just, I love that ding sound. It just, it makes me happy. I can hear it in my head like a crazy person just on a loop. But I miss it. Maybe. I need to hear it again. Maybe with Jeannie will do that. Two or weeks. Maybe it'll sing Friend Like Me or something whenever you, whenever you scan. I don't know. Or it'll go cha-ching. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, that, that sounds Cha-ching with, with Chapek laughing. Uh, number seven on my list, um, eating around the world at Epcot. Um, I love it. Mm. I love food and wine. It's my favorite festival. I love walking around to all the booths. And, you know, I've done it before. I've had something from every booth. I'll never do that again. And now it's just picking and choosing. But being able to just to fill up completely <laughs> and drop a good $190 per person on just $3 here and $5 there and $4 here and having a nibble of this and a bite of that and a cake. Of, and it's just, you know, it's suddenly you've made it around halfway to, you know, you started in Mexico. Now you're in Japan. You're still not even done yet. And you're mm-hmm. like, crap, my gift card for 120 bucks is gone now. <laughs> and I'm full and I'm still going. Um, but there's just, you know, and seasoned professionals like ourselves know which ones to go to immediately, know which ones we want to try mm-hmm. differently. Like Jen and I are big fans of the Canadian uh, kiosk. And, you know, I yeah. love the kibby from the Greek one. And um, uh, like there's some things I love and everybody has their favorites, but I love eating around the world because it's it's such a unique premise. So like, you don't get to do anywhere. You don't get to do that. So yeah. seven for yeah. you, Jen. Um, the lobby and ambiance of the Tower of Terror, and of course the music yes. that goes along with it. It's just, uh, it's perfect. It's perfect. My dream is just like, let them let me in there to just look in depth at absolutely mm-hmm. everything and sit and pretend like I'm playing Mahjong while listening to everything. <laughs> Matt, I don't even know how to play analogy. Mahjong. I'll learn. Was huh? McNair, didn't McNair take you back there? Didn't you guys go on yes. a little tour? Okay, yeah, you've done yes, it. Really. Oh, I'd love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just cool. Yeah, I'll Matt. do that as long as there's an exit door. <laughs> oh, no, I don't want the exit door. I want to the exit door, Susie, at the very end when it opens up and you unbuckle and walk off. No. <laughs> Number six on your list, Matt. Uh, I love going to Disney with different travel groups. And when I say that, I mean, like, we just went with my parents. So our priorities were, were different going with uh, them because they wanted to spend time with our three-year-old. But I think of other times when uh, I, we go with our travel agency, with our travel agents, and that's a completely different experience. Or uh, going to Star Wars weekends with my friends, mm-hmm. going to the parks with Susie. And- okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and doing podcasty doing things. Doing podcast stuff. Like, it's just... 
and again, it kind of goes back to that last one that I had where it's customizable. Mm-hmm. There, there's yeah. literally something to do for everybody. And yeah, um, not every trip has to be a cookie cutter Disney experience. Right. I like mm-hmm. that. I like that. There's so, I mean, there's Disney has so much opportunity to make so mm-hmm. many different memories. Not, not every trip, is, you can make every trip the same if you want, but every trip can be different based on who you're mm-hmm. with and what's going on. And mm-hmm. I love that. Absolutely. Susie. Crying. <laughs> what? Nighttime shows, regular shows, randomly on Pirates of the Caribbean, <laughs> watching old people and their grandchildren, seeing my favorite <laughs> server from Trails End. His name is Ken. I just, there's so many things at Disney that just make me so happy. And um, it's that weird feeling of like happy emotional nostalgic and there you know every memory comes back with it i love crying at disney world uh, i don't i don't care anymore i cry I think, all the time i think i've only cried like once or twice maybe and that was more of a milestone kind of like kid breakthrough huh. kind of thing because parents do that but uh but yeah i could oh, see that interesting i could see that number six on my list hidden mickeys i think hidden mickeys is such a unique premise and it's such a fun thing mm-hmm. and it's I love the fact that they're everywhere. And of course, for the audience who don't quite know, which I think everybody should know at this point, but for Hidden Mickeys, basically they were a way for designers, originally mm-hmm. a way for designers of rides and, and artists and everything to put their little touches in there. So they would put some sort of three circles into an attraction. One of the most mm-hmm. famous being, of course, the plates at the, at the Haunted Mansion, which are not always there. Um, not you know, and you actually can see hidden Donalds on certain rides, like Kilimanjaro Safari. Mm-hmm. There's a hidden mini, I believe, in Jungle Cruise. There's, there's hidden a hidden Tinkerbell. Donald in Haunted Mansion. Hidden Donald in Haunted Mansion. There's a hidden Tink at Big Thunder, or at least there was one. Um, there and is. so there are other characters too, but the hidden Mickeys are just, they're so much fun. And I've actually taken trips before where the entire trip for me was nothing but hidden Mickeys. Like I had a book and I was marking them off, watching them. And, you know, and you'd, I'd stand looking at a roof of a, of a small canopy and animal cannibal staring up into the piping. And I, I remember I had some, like a, like a, like an Asian woman walk over and ask me what I was staring at. And I was trying to explain to her what was going on. I was pointing and she was like, you know, like amazed. She's bringing her kids over there to look. And I'm like, it's a hidden Mickey. And it was great. It was a great little moment. That's so so hidden Mickeys are awesome. Jen, number six on your list. Um, Sitting in the lobby of the Grand Floridian and listening to the pianist. Mm-hmm. Even better if I'm actually upstairs um, on the overlook because mm-hmm. there's like that little seating area out of Enchanted Rose. Yeah. Getting some it's a little breaks, echoey. Mm-hmm. It's a little echoey. I love the jazz oh. band as well. Um, I'm still bitter that they're not there. So I can't <laughs> talk about that. But um if I can get some palm frites and mac and cheese also from the Enchanted Rose while I'm listening, even better. <laughs> so Jen, if I'm at the Grand Floridian, what's the best way to get from there to All Star Music? Just I'm asking for a friend. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm still confused. Like you're asking <laughs> I, I what? <laughs> All right, Matt, we are, hitting, we are hitting our top five, That's which means true. only five more things per person before you can go to sleep. Number five on your list. <laughs> <laughs> Number five for me, the theming of Walt Disney World. Woo! Oh, it's, just, it, I, it's the best of the best. Uh, I think you look at especially what they've done recently with Pandora and Galaxy's Edge. Everything is just so cohesive and so enveloping like you walk in and you are literally in another world you are in another Mm -hmm. planet Mm -hmm. uh but even going back to 1971 when Mm -hmm. 
uh, Magic Kingdom, just the different lands and just being transported to uh, Adventureland or Fantasyland. I just, I, yeah. I, I love the history of Disney World and what they have done with theming across the parks. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. that's a great way to put it. I got nothing else to add yes. to that. So, yeah. <laughs> Susie, number five on your list. Um, we've given them a lot of praise tonight, but I mentioned, kind of mentioned it before with like cast members doing extra magic. I'm just going to say, mm-hmm. though, in general, the, the cast members work very hard and they have yes. to deal with a lot. Right. <laughs> um, and most of them are in college and have no authority and they have to do right. they have, they put up with a lot. So cast members uh you know that includes photo op, mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. guest services, janitorial, house cleaning. All everyone works so hard yeah. to make to to maintain that Disney standard. So thank you cast members and um I know you guys had a rough year last year yeah. so it's so good where everyone got to come, you know, most everyone got to come back. PSA service announcement for the guests. Don't yell at your cast members. Don't berate your cast members. 98% of the time, they're only doing what they can do. If you have a problem that they can't solve, go guest relations and go find a manager. That's the best thing you can do. And if you have a problem with a cast member, go to guest relations and say, Todd over in Adventureland was doing this. And, and, give your grievances there but don't don't do things to the gas yeah but yeah. todd's the worst though so right? it's okay Go right? yeah todd. yeah I, I, yeah todd's not good i, I mentioned todd Fox. for a reason number five on my list um <laughs> disney challenges and i've been privy to a couple mm-hmm. of these now um including we did the well what at our at, at this time in 2013 i thought it was a vaunted you know doing four parks in one day and doing six parks in one day now i come to look back and go four parks is nothing uh you know i've done the six parks the two water parks included then of course i did the 24 hours uh the 50 attractions 24 mm-hmm. hours over an insanely busy weekend and, and and i and my friend joey and of course matt's done this too i know um we've done the parkeology challenge where you try to ride a, like an attract all the attractions in one day um we came one away here we were two away at Disneyland, which both have their own stories of what happened, what went wrong. Um, but they're just so great. And they're so much fun to have challenges like that. And, you know, everybody has versions of their own challenges of, I want to ride this many rides at so-and-so times. I've heard stories of one kid who rode Everest like 40 times in a row. Um, you know, I've just like eating challenges, whatever, but there's such a great place to put like a challenge forth and go do it. It's a goal of some sort to get done in a day or whatever. And my next current challenge is to be is to get all 50 of those stupid gold statues to get a picture of all of them you know and it's going to take me probably two trips david to do dollar it, challenge yes the david dollar golden stupid golden statue challenge <laughs> i'm going after that so that's my number five jen number five on your list uh mine is the area music loops um which i think matt already talked about yes mm-hmm. i agree yes. it's, uh, i'm gonna cheat a little bit and tell my favorite one okay. which i've heard has now been pulled and again i'm triggered <laughs> but the one from Epcot around the interventions area. Yeah. I, I'm don't don't tell me it's still <sighs> there. Okay. It's still there in my in my heart and in my Just walk in wearing like AirPods Air or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is the <laughs> only enough. acceptable music loop for Epcot. Well, maybe it'll be included in the audio experiences when you, you get Genie Plus. <laughs> I, I have words right now. No, I've been triggered. <laughs> yeah. All right, Matt, we're (laughs) running it down. Number four. Number four for me is... Hold on. Going back to my list here. 
I, I rearranged a couple of things. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I've been doing that all night. Yeah. Uh, I am going to go just with the entertainment quality mm-hmm. uh, side of things. Yeah. So I'm thinking kind of shows. Um, I I have a soft spot in my in my heart for for all the shows at Disney World, whether it's Fantasmic mm-hmm. or Festival of the Lion King, Finding mm-hmm. Nemo the musical, um, Dapper Dan's uh, yes. Voices of Liberty. The Hoop-dee-doo musical review. Just, I mean, it's it's world-class stuff. And, again, Disney does it the best. Uh, and the cast members who do that are just so immensely talented. And uh, it, it makes it makes every trip that I go down with it. Nice. Mm-hmm. Susie. All right. Number four, uh, character meet and greets. I know I have people who are waiting to go back they have young kids and they are that's the that's the thing that's still holding them from going back to Disney right now. They want that experience with their young children. And as an adult, I I miss I miss that. It's like the icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. It, I don't know why that expression suddenly eluded me. But it's it's the cherry on top. It's the whatever on the whatever. Um they're just whether it's like a uh you know face character or not they just add so much to the overall experience i i love talking with them and like getting into character and playing around with the actual characters it's just so fun Disney does such a good job at that um so i i can't wait for that to return hopefully soon soon very soon crossing my fingers very soon number four on my list the park icons Specifically, hmm. Spaceship Earth and Cinderella's Castle. Now, the Tree of Life is great, but I don't really have an emotional attachment to the Tree of Life. It's great. I love it. It's beautiful. Great pictures. Blah blah blah. Um, you know, I could really talk about any one of these seventeen park icons. I think Hollywood Studios have, ha- have had their, their existence, <laughs> yeah, but specifically Cinderella's Castle and Spaceship Earth, because both go back to when I was a kid. And the first time I saw Cinderella's Castle, and the first time I really recognized Spaceship Earth, and maybe that Epcot wasn't actually in the ball; it was actually just a ride itself. Um, but just, you know, I've got, like, I, I joke about to my wife, Stephanie, about taking pictures of the fireworks. I'm like, you're not going to remember those fireworks. They all look the same. And here I am on my phone with 75 pictures of Spaceship Earth. It, like, Nothing from the side, from the bottom, from around the front, whatever. Same thing with the <laughs> castle. From the backside of the castle, looking straight up and getting a little, and just, it's, it's so photogenic. Like Matt said, the picture opportunities. And just, they're such unique and recognizable icons. I like Cinderella's Castle more than I do Sleeping Beauty Castle. It's my favorite castle because Disney World is my home. I love Spaceship Earth. I love the ride inside. I just love the park icons and how identifiable they are around the world. So yeah, that's my number four favorite things about Walt Disney World. Jen, on your list. Walking around the world. Nice. (laughs) Meaning, Mm -hmm. yeah, (laughs) the back half of Epcot. Right. I love it. We, uh, it, it varies. We don't always start one way or another, but I just mm-hmm. love to walk around and shop mm-hmm. and eat and, and shop and um, shop. It's a good way to get your steps in, too, because you don't really <laughs> realize how far that is until you've walked it. Uh, it's, it's like over, it's a mile. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you a look mile out, because yeah. like, during like, the half marathons, that's <laughs> like, we have to go around. Yeah, <laughs> to go around. That's really awesome. So. Yeah. One of these days. No, I'll never do a half marathon. Maybe a 10K. Yes, you will. 
I'll never do a half. You all will. I have no interest yes, in doing can. a half on. You can absolutely. You it's don't not have to that run I can't. Is I have no interest in doing it. Still waiting on my medals. <laughs> it could it could be up to another month, my friend. We have just get mm. comfortable. Mine's cool. <laughs> so anyway, Matt. well, Matt and I are getting four each. So. Top three, Ooh. Matt. Number three. Number three for me. Food, food, food. Food, food, food. food. Glorious food. Yes. Uh, yes. You know, it is a common misconception, people, that they think Disney food is just all chicken fingers and hot dogs and hamburgers. And that may be true in some places, Magic Kingdom, but <laughs> there are so... And especially as of late, again, going back to the whole Pandora thing, like Sapuli candy yeah. is oh, like so good. my favorite so, quick of like all time. It's so good. I don't know. It's, it's real, but Docking Bay so Seven is so good too. Docking Bay, the Kefta, the Kefta, the Kefta is very good. Very good. Casey's Corner, Corn Dog Nuggets. Yeah, preach, but, preach. But I mean, date <laughs> nights. I'm not even kidding. Like my wife and I are, we're going to. We try to do like a different restaurant that we haven't done together. Uh. Um, each time we go down, uh, when we go down on the 30th, we're going to uh, Toledo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, we did uh, Topolino's uh, last time, and we did California Grill together mm. a year ago. Uh, I think of the meal I had over at um, Gico. Like, these are world class dining destinations. Like, mm-hmm. And I know so some good. people may laugh at me, but it really is true. They are so good. Uh, so do not think that Disney dining is going to limit you uh, on Mm-mm. what you can have in the experience. Right. And it's not all Mickey Mouse so and good. Goofy running around either. They're actually right. really and, good restaurants. And you can do that with the yeah. character meals too. I, I don't want to leave out the character yeah. meals, but yeah. uh, when I was thinking about this, I was thinking like the really top notch right. places like... Yeah. Like the signature dining restaurants. Yes. Good call. So good. All right, Susie, number three on your list. Uh, number three, Fort Wilderness. I mm-hmm. basically grew up at Fort Wilderness. I don't. I can't tell you when the first time it was that I stayed at a Disney hotel that wasn't Fort Wilderness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was definitely probably in high school or college. Uh, just because we would go down as a family, obviously as a minor, when I am not driving my own car and have no money, <laughs> I'm, we're going as a family in the motorhome, and there's just you feel so safe. It's so quiet. My brother and I would just go on bike rides or, you know, the razor scooters and destroy our ankles. And the pool is great, and there's so many activities, and there's the cabin. I, I could sing the praises of Fort Wilderness all night. I just absolutely love that place. I love that you love Fort Wilderness so much. Like, I have no emotional attachment to it. I like it. It's nice. I've been there, but it's not like, I love Fort Wilderness. I just, I think that's very, that's cool that you, just yeah, really, out of all the play, like Jen and her Grand Floridian, I think that's cool that you have that attraction to Fort Wilderness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Number three, um, and this is a very broad term, but Disney with friends. No, I love going with my family. Aww. I love being with my family. I do. It's, it's, that's, a, that's off the charts. That's like number one, 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 plus, 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 whatever. We'll get there, whatever. But Disney with friends, with people who get it, and when you're with people who get it, like when you go out go down with your travel agent family or you know, close mm-hmm. friends or whatever, people who just understand it. And like, you know, and I was 
what instantly comes to mind since we're on the show here is when Jen and Susie and I were together for the afternoon at Magic Kingdom and we got to ride some rides together and just chat about Disney and like we understood each other immediately. It was, it was you know, about things being closed and, you know, aggravations about mm-hmm. COVID and just whatever. You know, people, you understood it. And there's something to be said for that. Plus, doing things like when I saw Matt in the parks not too long ago, you know, and we were able to commiserate over the, the Hawaiian, Disney Hawaiian shirts that we had on and such. Mm-hmm. And just, it was, it was, I love Disney with friends, being down there with people who just understand it, which is why I'm so excited to be down there on the first, not just with my people, but also with, all my other people from all the all the other places I'm getting I'll get to see yeah. you guys and a whole bunch of other people I never get to see. So I'm really excited about that. So Disney with friends. Woo. <laughs> um this is a very specific one, but actually spending Christmas Day in the Magic Kingdom, which huh. we chose to do this past year. Cause we're like, it'll never be this not crowded again on Christmas Day. <laughs> we'll probably be able to move. So um and we like everything else because um 2020 like our mm-hmm. normal you know christmas shows that we do and all the music stuff it, it was all canceled so we were like going to disney world it was <laughs> the bomb it was amazing the character cavalcades were great um just Aww. being there and like it was so festive and everybody was like jolly and fun and it was wonderful and magical so I'll i loved never, it i'll never go christmas day it just I don't know. Yeah. Something got it just scares me. It does. Oh no, it, it was it was worth but I mean, you know, we don't have children. Right. So that's very know, true. We, very true. That was our like we opened up the Christmas gift mm-hmm. of going and watching Cinderella Castle and seeing everything. Nice. You know. Aww. Yep. I love that. All right, Matt, number two. Number two for real. me, and I think pretty much everybody has had them at some point on their list, but the cast members. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. I have them at two because I really think that Disney World is not Disney World without the cast members. Yeah. From from the smallest role to the largest role, um, every single one of them is. They are the ones responsible for making sure that you have a good time. Um, and without them, you would be lost. I would be lost. We would all be lost. Um, <laughs> yeah. Very true. Uh, so I, I think they just make the experience. I don't know. I don't know what else to say about them. Amazing. Nice. All right, Susie. Number two. I think literally I could have just said 50 times, like the memories I have at Disney Mm -hmm. are my favorite things at Disney. And, you know, I know I'm the youngest one here, but have gone through major life changes since being going to Disney. Mm -hmm. And so like you hold on to those things, like even tighter. So my number two is Dapper Day. Oh, sorry. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I didn't expect that. I just love Dapper Day. Um, it's just so special to our family. I'm going to have to stop. <laughs> I am uh, tired. I'm going to blame it on that. No, I think that's I think that's great, Susie. I, I know you've talked about Dapper Day before, and I, I think that's I think that's beautiful. I really do. I think that's just that's magical um, for those tears. My number two, and I'll jump onto mine. Um, number two for me is milestones, uh, and that is just to go sentimental as well uh in particular for our own kid you know uh and and jen was frozen so she's gonna come back in a second um she wanted to give Susie time to get about herself <laughs> uh, we're speaking just speaking from a family with a special needs child and this is not to, to be like look at me feel bad for us whatever nothing like that it's just he loves disney and you know his first roller coaster was on the barnstorm 
and you know his first i mean some of his first thing his first mickey waffle his first hamburger was at disney world at plaza restaurant his first corn dog was at Casey's. i mean so his first first this this his first haircut on main street you know and one of the one of the things i remember most is the milestone we had we had a breakthrough and he was I don't know, maybe a year old two years old when he wasn't like he didn't go to anybody he didn't touch anybody or whatever and as we're holding him he reaches out and grabs rapunzel's hand and starts stroking her hand and just doesn't say a word kind of let mommy's hold him he's kind of looking up looking holding snuggled into mommy's neck looking up at rapunzel and it was just the like mommy was crying and i had to tear my eye and i'm like rapunzel you just mm. do not understand what just happened mm. she starts like tearing up and it was just Aww. i love Aww. moments like that that disney gives you because again you wouldn't get that at six flags yeah I, we wouldn't have that with a bugs bunny character wa walking around <laughs> and so <laughs> it's just it's there's just so many opportunities to have so many memories like grained in real memories like that so milestones are huge for me and for our family so number two on the list is milestones mm. jen for you um, again, another specific one, and this is the prize fireworks cruise that Brady planned for us on our honeymoon, and I didn't even know those Aww. existed. Uh -huh. oh, that's and awesome. so, yeah, so we did a, it was like a private dinner out on the balcony at the Grand Floridian, and then we got to, we, like, we went down to the pier, we took a walk, and he's like, all right, we're gonna get on this boat. I'm like, what? And yeah, and the cast member, like, turned on the music, we and it was wishes, I mean, of course. when it was wishes so the wishes music was playing and everything was right there oh it was just it was so amazing and magical and that's when i like discovered what else you could do at disney like no. besides just besides the parks going and running around the theme yeah. park you know all the cool so, adult stuff yep all the, the cool adult stuff exactly it's like ah. love it <laughs> all right matt what's your favorite thing about walt disney world oh man Come down to the end of the list, and uh, oh gosh, I'm nervous. <laughs> uh, you know, I think it just boils down to Disney World is where my family makes makes special memories. We we, we have memories elsewhere, but uh, I think not just with my wife and child, but like from my childhood, um, Disney World is where I remember growing up. Uh, and experiencing and spending time with both friends and family. And uh, mm -hmm. I know sometimes we can be negative about it and we don't like pain, <laughs> but in the end, it's still just an amazing place to um, spend time people with people that you love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's really good. Susie, what is your favorite thing about Walt Disney World? Uh, this is hard, um, but the thing that I picked um, is because it represents a lot, and I picked um, the partner statue. Mm. And there's wow. a reason that Walt is looking out mm -hmm. down Main Street the opposite way, you know, showing Mickey. He didn't get to see Disney World completed. And we wouldn't have Disney World if we didn't have Disneyland. David was talking about that earlier with the trash yeah. cans and everything mm -hmm. that, you know, we were able to bring from there and what, what was innovated. And the history, the story, that the everything that even though he wasn't he wasn't there, like you can still feel him in the yep. parks and just the visionaryness that comes from all of that. And there's technology that we touch screens were one of the things that were innovated at Epcot. Mm -hmm. And now that's just like part of our daily lives. And so it's mm -hmm. crazy that the cultural, you know, technological impact um that 
especially for like tourism in Florida, I guess, like the economical impact that Disney World has had. And it, it was all because of Walt's vision. And I think that summed up in the, the partner statue. So I had that at number one. Very nice. And I think going along with that, my favorite thing mm -hmm. about Walt Disney World is Disney World history. There is mm. so much history behind those parks and so much to the story of how those parks were built. Um, and, I, and I love Disneyland history too. I've read about Disneyland. Opening day is like legendary about, about what a fiasco <laughs> it was. But the way Walt came about, when, and we talked about this last week on, on the episode, on our episode, the way Walt came about in building Walt Disney World, clearing the land, buying the land, you know, bringing people in to build things is just... I love, I eat that up. I do. I love learning about that and reading books about that. And I think there's so much history to just about everything in that park and everything in that park nearly has a purpose. The fact that they put backstories, they make backstories up. Sometimes they're great. Sometimes they're mm -hmm. stupid, but they're there for just about everything there. And I love that Walt Disney World has so much history. I, I consider myself an amateur Disney historian. I know there's, I only know like one tenth of 1% of everything in Walt Disney World, but I'm always wanting to learn more. And it's one place that I always want to learn more about. And there's a reason I subscribe to like five Disney podcasts. Mm -hmm. A lot of them are just about Disney history because I want to know. Um, and I love the Disney history and the stories behind all the, all the things. Love it. So that's mm -hmm. my favorite thing about Walt Disney World. Jen, what's your favorite thing about Walt Disney World? I love the feeling of Walt Disney World. And that is just like the feeling I get when I walk into pretty much any of the four theme parks, maybe mm -hmm. a little less Animal Kingdom, not because I don't love it, but just because it's like newer, you know, like growing up, the other ones were, you know, more classic, but I can walk into Main Street USA and there's the smells and there's the windows and I can look and just, you know, take my time and see the castle and see all the, you know, the balloons and everything, or I can you know, walk into Epcot and see whatever the amazing centerpiece topiaries are and hopefully with a festival and right. <laughs> you know go around and see spaceship earth and now with no monoliths i can see the fountain so just walking in being mm. like oh it's wonderful or walking down hollywood studios and looking at the shops i mean it's just this feeling of oh i'm here mm -hmm. I'm happy mm. it's like, like everything else right. has stopped Literally, like the, the rest, rest of the world, the world has stopped. Yes. Yeah, it's stopped. like it doesn't and exist. Yeah, that is my favorite thing. One hundred percent. So, folks, that is 200 things to love about Walt Disney World. With some crossover, obviously, um, that we have we have knocked out in three episodes. And I hope you guys have loved it. We run long here, so we're going to shut this thing down pretty quickly. Matt and Susie, and well, I guess for Jen, too, we're all either at the parks or we're headed to the parks, like, right now, as people are listening to this. Mm -hmm. So, oh, I'm, assuming, I'm there. I'm assuming there's, yeah, we're like, there. there's tons of content <laughs> coming from everybody. Susie and Matt, where can we find you guys online to follow your podcast and to see all the stuff you're going to be posting the next few days? Yeah, absolutely. Come find us by subscribing to the podcast. Uh, we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you like to listen to your podcast. You can find us by searching for the Imagineers Disney Podcast. And the same thing goes to social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. So come find us. Very cool. Uh, Jen, real quick, where can we find you for all the content and stuff that I'm probably going to begin some of? <laughs> um, at upon a star Jen or my personal Instagram at Jen underscore Navani. 
Awesome. Find me at the Magic on a Dollar on Instagram. Find me on Facebook, Disney on a Dollar and Magic on a Dollar. And of course, find the show, the MSEpodcast.com. At Gmail is our email address. Of course, we're on Twitter, on Facebook, and on Instagram. We're going to be loading up all these pages with all kinds of fun stuff from Disney World for the 50th anniversary. Uh, happy birthday, happy anniversary to Disney World. Matt and Susie, thank you guys so much for joining us. This has been a blast walking through this with you guys. Thanks Thank for you. having us. Yeah, this Always is a super pleasure. fun. Thank you. For the Imagineers, for Matt and Susie, for Jen, I am David. Hey, don't forget to thank your Phoenicians. Thank you for listening to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The MSE Podcast. Or visit our website at themsepodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe and may all your wishes come true.